Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you for another episode of Roach Coach as we create this new metal canon one album at a time. Jenny is on a break this week, and we are talking about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? And uh, that's all your feedback, all your questions, all your queries, new news, new news. old dogs, all type of things are going to be talked about on this episode. To get us started, Matt, we're going to dive right in to the mailbag and talk about who's emailing. Ooh, who is? Got an email from Ryan Yeager. Subject, the future of new metal. The future. The future of new metal. The future of new metal. Says, saw this posted on Reddit. Are these kids the future? The song is called Wasted Light by the band BHP. Well, and that shit. is stylized period, lowercase b, uppercase h, uppercase p. We've got punctuation. We have unusual capitalization. It's not even a word, it may not even be an acronym. Already, this feels very new metal, Matt. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Taking all of the notes. Taking all of the notes. I mean, the screams with the smooths, with um, the, that chuggy, those dive bomb riffs. I love to hear. The scriddity scratches. A lot of those scriddity scratches, Matt. I'm loving that. Um, I'm loving that even in the year 2022. Somebody's like, we're going to need to get our own DJ Worm. We need we, our own we, DJ Worm. We need our. You know what? I I am a I am a known, a bit of an agnostic in regards to the vinyl revolution that is happening, Matt. You know I'm a CD boy to the day I die. To the day you die. Bury me in my CD Logic cases. But I will say that the resurgence of vinyl does mean the resurgence of just some kid up in his bedroom. Deciding to slap down two turntables and just get to some scratching, get to some scratching, get to some to beat matching, 
get to just, you know, what if what happens if I do this to do this to do this? Do I make magic? Answer is yes. Of, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Uh, Brian, I think you're right. I think this is the future of new metal, and the future is bright. Thank you. Not wasting light on this one. Oh, boy. No, absolutely not. All right, Matt. We got an email. It's from Lissandra. Yes, Lissandra writes, subject, new corn thoughts. Hey, lady and gentlemen. So I know there's a chance you already talked about it in the unaired episode, but I wanted to know your thoughts on the new corn album. It's been out a few weeks. Corn is my favorite band, so I've heard it about five times so far. So I always say, wait a month or so and let the album breathe before doing a review. Great piece of advice. Good advice. Never hop in too hot. Mm -hmm. What I can say for now is that I enjoy it. Okay. It's a bit too short. I know you guys love that. LOL. Could use uh, at least two more songs, and it's not as good as The Nothing, which I thought was really good. Let me know what you think and keep on rolling, baby. P.S. I know you guys love a list, so here's my ranked ooh, ranking of all 14 Corn albums. Don't have to read this, as I know it's a long email already. Never too long. Never too unless long. You're writing, unless you're writing an Anne Rice novel. <laughs> or one of those Stephen King ones where he's kind of high on cocaine and he just, just yeah. kind of goes for it. No. Oh. Like, let, let me write, let me give you three chapters on just the contents of this bag. <laughs> Too much, Stevie. <laughs> Too much. Too much. Number one on Lissandro's list follow the leader. Number two, corn. Corn. Uh, three issues, four untouchables. Five, the nothing. Six, life is peachy. Seven, the serenity of suffering. Eight, take a look in the mirror. Nine, requiem. Ten, the paradigm shift. Eleven, corn, 2007. Uh, Twelve, see you on the other side. Thirteen, remember who you are. Fourteen, the path of totality. Good list. Love a list. Love a list. I I have not taken the time to rank all the corn albums have i thought about it yes i have not taken the time to make a thoughtful list um as as you all know yeah we did post our thoughts on uh on the new corn record in episode 300 i don't think uh, his uh i don't think his uh, i don't think lissandro's feelings are off uh, on the uh, on it i think the, the overall take here is our take as well yeah, I, I I agree. It's not as good as the nothing. I don't think it needs more songs, though. I think, I think we shouldn't gift horse it, and just be very happy with uh with that. So I think I think having right. I'd rather have it be uh, too short than bloated. Exactly. Always. Absolutely. I I do like on your list that you have you have the nothing in your top five, and I think that I think that that's. I'm never going to swear on a consensus, but I do think that that thought process is not, I don't think there's a lot of people who are going to balk at that as time goes on and more people hear the nothing and realize um, what a fucking ripper it is. They so, really did something there. They did. Uh, thank you, uh, Lissandra, for that list. Uh, Chad Radical emailed us, subject E equals MC. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Chad said, is, is Sully a genius? Ooh, shit. Hmm. And he linked to an article from Blabbermouth.net, which one of the most trusted music sites and news sites. The headline is, Godsmack is making new music in a really different way. What? Yes, Matt. So, Shannon Larkin, Godsmack drummer, he was on a podcast called Stop, Drop, and Talk. Excellent name of a podcast. And he talked about the progress of the songwriting sessions for the new Godsmack album. And he said, I'll just say, we are all happy and healthy and love one another and we're writing music and we have some cool music happening. And we're blessed enough to have time. We're doing it really different this time. We're taking a couple weeks on and however long off and then till the man calls, the genius calls. When Sully gets a spark, then we get together. There's no plan. For however long we can get together, we get together and create together. So it's a beautiful time. This sounds like a band that does a lot of mental gymnastics to accept Sully for who he is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just think that this guy's like, listen, I'm going to go and stop, drop, and talk the podcast. And they're going to ask about this new Godsmack record. Which is not done. Not even close <laughs> to being finished. This record's not done. I don't even think we have recorded a single snare hit, a single guitar string plucked, a single yeah has yet to be recorded for this record. I'm going to say it. But Sully is basically saying, the, but what it sounds like to me is that you're on Sully time. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> This guy, I, I can say it. Sully's working on Prince rules right now. That's what it sounds like to me. What you're you're working, and then suddenly you stop, and then you go home, and then one day the phone rings, and it's like, it's Sully. Get to studio now. That's some Prince shit. If that I had is- to guess, though, is that Sully is probably still doing all that stuff between ten and six. Uh, yeah, but that very much is like. Um, I don't want to say that we're not making an album, but. Um, we're not really making an album right now. We get together every once in a while and kind of we get in a room and Sully presents some stuff and then uh, we leave and then uh, nobody hates each other. We're having a good time. Having a good time. Can I tell you the Keeping vibe the is right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I have not recorded anything. Yet. <laughs> Nothing has been set to digital tape. Um, so I mean, it is Sully Genius. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to Shannon. Shannon Shannon keeping the peace. Um hey, but if a band thinks that its singer is a genius, that's their right. But you've gotta have an external force call you a genius. Yeah. Not the one that needs you to be uh in the right headspace so that we can keep making money. As a functioning touring entity. Yeah. Um, all right. So thank you so much, Chad, uh, for sending that over to us. I, sh- I should read Chad's. Uh, Chad uh, is Chad Radical, skateboarding magician, notary public, and Mensa alumnus. Of course, Chad. Perfect. Thank you very much. Perfect. Uh, Matt, we got an email from Nick. 
Nick writes, subject, have you heard about this? Ooh, I'm intrigued. Hey, mm-hmm. Rochies. I previously emailed you about Far, who was declared not new. I think Correct. the album Tin Cans with Strings to You is on a new to emo spectrum, but I receive your opinion. Thank you. Anyway, the guitarist from Far Sean Lopez is Chino's partner in his side project, Crosses. I haven't heard you mention them, and they're cooking up some new stuff. I enjoyed the first single with Chino, going all Dave Gone. This is the part of me where I have to like fight back saying Dave Gone is the lead singer of Depeche Mode. Is it Gone or is it Gahan? How is that pronounced? I've never, I've never actually. You heard know it. what? You know what? I'll accept that I don't know how to pronounce Dave Gahn's name. I've said Gone. I've heard it pronounced Gahan. I don't know. Is He's the not answer? your family, Matt. He's hey, not your family, Matt. This, this guy ain't my family. Not your family. I'm just a guy reading an email. But there I did go. have to like dad out and be like, hey, you know, that's the lead singer to Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Anyway, I enjoyed the first single with Chino going all Dave Gahan. Then they followed it up with a cover of Goodbye Horses. I don't hate it. But I wouldn't have asked for it. I feel like Matt needs to know. I feel it. I feel it in my heart. I went back to their first album, and it's better than I remembered. It's rough because it starts with, this is a trick, and you are excited you get a whole album of this. You don't, but it still has some gems in its bloated insides. Thanks, guys. I get that. Where like there's just one song that this is a standout, and you think, oh, I'm going to get, this is what this album's going to be? Awesome. And then track two rolls, and it's like, Oh no! Oh, do you like, do you have a great example of that, Lauren? You know, I'm trying to think. You know, of something that's like pretty popular. I feel like there were a lot of albums that came out in the '90s that had yeah. a big single that was upbeat, and then you got the album, and it was all ballads. And, you know, I don't really think we talked about it when we did our Mariah Carey episode, but it always kind of blew my mind that she would have a song like Dream Lover or Fantasy, these like upbeat dance pop numbers. And then, you you know, my sister would have the album and I'd, she'd have the album on and I'd be like, how is that like one of two upbeat songs and everything else is dreary ballads? That type of stuff would drive me nuts all the time. So, I mean, that's that, honestly, that's my first thought. I thought of something like that. Um, I mean, the other one is, you know, I think about, I love, I love the new Radicals, You Get What You Give. Yes. And that album, I think, is, is, is you know, one of those situations where I bought it in 1998 when it came out on the strength of the single and listened to it to justify my purchase. And so now I have like, good vibes about the whole record but i definitely know like the first time i listened to it it was like the single was like head feet body above every other song on the album and you were just like hoping that there would be something else that would be as good as it but now like i'd say like now that i go back and listen to it like i have good feelings for the whole thing but i mean that's that might be another one just that yeah the the new radical single can't even compare to the rest of it i mean certainly we've done albums on this show where you know, somebody recommended a song and we went, Oh yeah, here we go. And then you get the album and you're just like, what the, Oh no. <laughs> what's, what's this? What are we doing here? You this know? isn't what I want. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I do remember 
we haven't done it on the show, and I don't know if we ever will, although there may be a push for it, is the stained record after Break the Cycle, 14 Shades of Grey. I bought that record because I liked Break the Cycle at the time, and also the single, which I think was called like Price to Play or Price to Pay or something like that, had was a rocker. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're rocking. Stain's rocking. I love it when Stain rocks. Let's do this. And I think the whole rest of that album is dreary, mid-tempo, blah. Living up to the title, 14 Shades of Grey. And yeah, that was that's one where I remember just being like, what are we doing here? Why would you put out this hot, hot track and then give me nothing but mid-tempo? But having seen Stain live most recently, those mid-tempo ballads get the people hype <laughs> it so doesn't strange. make sense it so doesn't make strange. a lick of sense it's like we're about to play so far away yes can't wait ah, crowd surf him to the stage so uh th- yeah thank you uh thank you nick for letting us know about that i mean yeah we haven't talked too much about crosses um you know that's that is one of chino's many side projects i mean i don't know we haven't really talked about we haven't really talked about if we're going to do a theme summer or not, Matt. I feel like we should, but I feel like we've done two. Um, we've done two uh, side project summers in a row. So maybe we find a new theme this year. Really, it's been two side project summers in a row. We did two side project side project summers in a row because there were so many side projects, and we needed to listen to that Shifty Shell Shock one. That's true. And so, so yeah, but um, you know. Yeah, we. I, I know we can certainly crop together a new one, a new a new theme summer. We just gotta figure out what it is. <sighs> it's just the open smoke tour. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that'd be a summer. Uh, that'd be a summer. Up and smoke summer. Oh, up and smoke oh, summer. Oh, you mean oh. the, you mean my summer? You mean yes. my summer, Matt? <laughs> yeah, Mister Four Twenty over there. Oh man, let me tell you. Um, it's been really tough having all my clocks set to four twenty all the time. Um, because I always not know happy what with time me. it is. I always know what time it is, but also I don't know what time it is. So like, right. I've I truly have no the, idea what time it is. I was like, I gotta go to the movies, and then I get to the movies, and they're like, I'm sorry, the movie started two hours ago, and I was like, what? And I'm like, oh, that's right, it's not four twenty all the time. It's actually six forty two. My bad. And so. You know, I didn't get to see that given movie. So anyway, that's the, you know what? When you live the lifestyle, you also dictate your death style and Mm. your late style. It's true. Yeah. A lot of styles can be dictated that way. Um, Did I say thank you, Nick? Thank you, Nick. I thank you again. Uh, We got some people in those DMs, Matt. Mm, Sliding up in. Got a DM from Joseph. Says, Hi guys, I am really enjoying the show. Recently found you on the Podbean, and I gotta say, you did become to be one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I originally come from the Czech Republic, and I re- I remember really well the new metal craze that came through my country like a hurricane. Obviously, us as a new metal fans, we were laughed at by our black slash death metal peers. Nothing new here, haha. But back in the days, me and my buddies were really into it, and we have tried to beat each other at the game. Whoever will find a more obscure new metal band, which did lead into a lot of discoveries and missteps back then. 
One of my discoveries, and in my eyes, a bit of a hidden gem, is this band. And he has a YouTube link to them. Don't know if this was ever recommended to you, but I really did like them back then. Also, I have to definitely attach a link to a song from Czech metal band that was basically a mix of Limp Bizkit and Linkin Park. Hope you gonna like it. Thank you, Joseph. Mm. So we got two links here, Matt. So I think we I think we dive into both because I'm curious to hear both. Um, so first with this first link, which he says this is a hidden gem of a band. Who we got here? All right, here we go. This is Unjust with Sucker Punked. like it it's something that i've really come to appreciate over the years is when a band does this thing that i will always associate initially because it's the first time i ever heard it was uh, a chino move where you're trying to get the lyrics out but you're clenching your teeth right and so you're just like everything sounds just extra aggressive and you're just like oh, you're just it's coming you're just like yes that's the stuff. Put a hot riff under that. That's also how I order food at fast food restaurants. I'd oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I'd like a oh. number three place. Oh, my God, if I could get some nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's the only way I order. I mean, let me tell you, my order is always wrong because they can't understand yeah, anything Yeah, they're like, I'm excuse saying. me, sir. I don't understand what you're saying. Pardon me? No. I went through the drive-thru the other day, Matt. And what? It had, I did. I know this story is already off the chain, dude. Um, your your opulence knows no bounds. I'm in the drive-through. I get up, and it clears the preview because you know it's 21st century now. Right, this digital digital screen. Oh, it the metaverse. The, it clears the previous person's order, but does not bring back the order screen. And the thing is, I know what I'm going to order. For me and Ronan, I don't change up my order. I'm not a maniac. I'm not here doing substitutions. I know what I need. And yet, that blank screen, I was like... It threw you off. What do I want? What do I want? I don't know. I don't know what I want. It's just a blank screen of opportunity. I was like, can I order a steak right now? Could I get like an egg roll like what like like my brain's just like not telling me like lauren you're, you're at a mcdonald's just get what you normally get it's just like the screen's blank brain anything brain. can happen right at now. this point they, it could be chateaubriand <laughs> i don't know man i'm about to get oysters at mcdonald's bro i don't know oh. what's about to happen 
Oh God! <laughs> Get them McOyster. <laughs> McOysters. Gotta have oh. the McOysters. <laughs> Every day in a truck from the from the <laughs> the coast of Maine, we we capture the greatest oysters America's ever had, and drive them across country. <laughs> You know what? I, an idea for Lent, McDonald's Corp, the McOyster. I'm just saying. Feels like money being left on the table, Matt. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, that's uh, that's my little drive-through thing there. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a, a ripper. I enjoyed that a lot. That was great. And then I want to listen to this other band. They are a Czech metal band, a mix of Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park. That sounds like a good mix to me. Let's see. This is Dolores Clan. get a drop by now but okay all right um yeah you know the check mike shinoda i'm on board with that yeah i'm on board with that i like doing the damn thing i like that all right thank you so much for that joseph oh matt we got some emojis here with this one from josh weinman what love this podcast only found it a few months ago but have listened to quite a few episodes and don't know if it's been brought up but SR71, pop punk style band from the early 2000s, similar to Bowling for Soup, Simple Plan, etc., had a new metal style dark album in 2002 entitled Tomorrow with the lead single Tomorrow that I also thought could fit in fit a new metal theme. Even one of the genre tags in the wiki is new metal. Holy cow. I enclosed a YouTube clip so you guys can be the judge. Thank you for the for the time and appreciation for the new metal genre. Metal sign, metal sign, metal sign, metal sign, metal sign. Well, let's take a look. Let's take a listen. Now, I do you, I remember SR71 as being Matt. a fairly forgettable pop punk band. Uh-oh. I remember SR71. Did I you SR71? Did you have SR71? I d- I did not have SR71. Okay. I remember the uh what's that song called Right Now? Was that their the single? Got me. Something like that. I, in my head, I'm hearing it's like, but I remember them being in that same school of early 2000s. Like, if you told me that they toured with like American Hi Fi, I would say that makes 100% sense. Like, them, right. the Donnas, um, that, that whole thing. Bowling for Soup definitely sounds like a thing there. 
Um, I never bought the album. I remember the single being ubiquitous. I feel like Jenny might have some connection with SR-71. I know she's brought up the swoopy hair of the lead singer on more than one occasion to me. So, but this, this was a surprise to see this because they were not a band that has ever been recommended to us. And I was not aware. I mean, I got to say, we've had people before say like, oh, you know, I think this band might be a little new metal, but then you dig into it and it's not really, but this one having an actual legitimate new metal tag on the wiki. That's a step forward. I was not expecting. So, um, and a song called tomorrow. Okay. All right. Let's see what let's see what let's see what the boys got. Number one, this video is fucking bonkers. This video, I'm, I am always, it is always a thing when a band or an artist makes a video where they are the wronged man. Okay, they're like, I'm, I'm in love with this woman. I am in love with this woman, and she is doing me wrong. She's cheating on me. She is seeing another man, or, or maybe she just isn't into me anymore. And there's a level of like, okay, presenting yourself in that way, artistically making yourself relatable. But this video is cucked as fuck. Right. <laughs> this yeah. dude's like in the car while she's making out and there's like stepping on his face. And I then, was like, dude, you didn't have to do this. And then he's sadly jacking off with <laughs> tears. It's, it's uh, why, am I, why is this I my don't king? I don't is, understand why this is happening. Why so, is this um, my king? <laughs> This is this is very weird. Um, I will say this song is new as fuck. They yeah, definitely this yeah. uh, this mm-hmm. is um, we added a gallon of water to a, a Lincoln Park song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? This is it, this is numb. This fucking song is yeah numb with a gallon of water. Numb with a gallon of water, absolutely. You know what? I uh, my my uh, mine is I like gum with I like numb with a gallon of water. My other thought was like this is Lincoln Park with like another backpack. Like I don't know why, but it's just like two backpacks, just two backpacks, like, two backpacks. Yeah, uh, like one in the front and one. Well, in the no, back. no, maybe maybe it's you're single slinging two backpacks, like one sling oh. on the right, mm-hmm. one sling on the left, but there's a zipper connecting them in the back. 
<laughs> that oh. could also work. Why wasn't that a fa- like? You know, mm. just remember how dumb fashion is. <sighs> Nobody's created the zipped up double backpack. I was thinking about the other day how it was not. It was considered uncool, and you could not wear your backpack on your back. If you double-strapped your backpack, which is the comfortable way to wear a backpack. Right, because it is a backpack, a pack that should lie on your back. Your back, one would say. But if you double-strapped it, you you were toast. You were done. Forget about it. Get out of here. Two straps? What, are you carrying that comfortably? Like a loser? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Yes, Matt. I'm going to kill was, you? I'm going to kill you. That was the vibe. It was like, don't do it. Wow. Yeah, man. Insane. Fashion was nuts in the 90s. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's just a school thing. I mean, let us know. Anyone who's still in school, can you wear your backpack like a normal person or are you struck? Well, a 21 Jump Street the movie is to be believed. Double mm-hmm. strap was fine for a while okay okay because he makes the same comment channing Channing tatum's character he does that's right i forgot about that yeah Yeah, because he tries to go for the single the single strap slouch and uh they ain't having it um yeah well there you go well sr71 i'm definitely intrigued to hear this new metal record that they've done. So I will definitely be, we will be placing this, Matt, on the long list. Um, all right, all right. All tomorrow right. by SR71. I'm excited to hear this. Um, we got an email. I'm sorry, this is a DM. We're in the DMs. My bad. We're in the slide, DMs. Sign slide, up in. Sign up in. Derek Solberg said, I'll be honest, all the years I've been listening to the podcast, this NASCAR one was the first time I almost didn't finish the app. Sounds like it wasn't easy for you guys either. Winky emoji. Proof you guys can have fun and make anything funny. On to the next. Have a good week. Derek, I want you to know that the that, that listening to some of these albums that Jenny and I go through, it can be tough, but we always know that we will be able to convene together and listen and talk about them the three of us and that's what makes it all worthwhile now the concept of just listening to that album and sitting with my thoughts with no one to share them with i wouldn't wish that on anybody (laughs) no (laughs) but uh yeah that i mean yeah i mean yeah if i didn't have a podcast to do and just put that album on i would not have made it very far absolutely not (laughs) no way no, time is too precious. I'm 40 years old now. I've got to look after my time. It is ticking, baby. But thank you so much, Eric, for that. And that does lead us, Matt, into some feedback we received for both our Rock Hall episode and our NASCAR episode. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, well, uh, first piece of feedback comes from Austin Counts. He goes, I think you guys should do a Cottonmouth Kings 420 Blaze It Up at 420 reviews. It's how Cottonmouth Kings would want it. Wow. Wow. That's wild. Um, I mean, first we need to get 300 reviews in iTunes. So we that do will bring the us the Bloodhound 3 Pound Pound. The Bloodhound 3 Pound Pound. We will do. Hooray for boobies by the Bloodhound Gang. And um, 
I'm still not excited about it, but I am excited to get more reviews. Matt, I know you and Jenny feverishly texting all the time about your favorite tracks from the album. Um, we'll get there. We just need to get some uh, need to get those 300 reviews, and we're creeping up. We're getting closer. Um, but uh, if we were to break 300, then I guess 420 reviews is seems apt to do the Cottonmouth Kings. Just makes sense to me. So thank you so much for that recommendation, Austin. Jeffrey Thomas says 420 down for the crown. The thick of its second album, 2000's High Society, is the obvious choice. It's the closest to new metal as they ever got. A pretty hard record overall. Daydreaming phases and peace not greed are bangers. Plus a song with ICP can't go wrong. Okay, good to know that we already have this set now for the 420. Um, <laughs> the 420 Cottonmouth Kings. Well, I, I 420, 420 down with the crown. It up. 420 blaze it up. Yeah, a couple a couple good options of what to call it. And we know that we could do 2000's High Society. So I guess we'll see you in 2028 for that one. Here's um, the deal. We only yeah. get to these reviews if, A, you write one on the iTunes charts, for sure. That's how you do it. And I know a lot of <laughs> you listening you have already done that. But the second part is uh, we don't really focus on marketing a ton with, uh, with the old Roach Coach. We kind of rely on what I like to call word of mouth word of mouth and uh you know who gets the word out way better than we do you listeners true and uh you may have told friends and if you have in the past god bless you thank you so much we appreciate you but if you have any friends or people that you think "Eh, this is the one or when somebody goes what's a good podcast to listen to well, first, suggest the one that you really think they should listen to. And then number two, just number two, have you heard Roach Coach? It's insane. That's what we're asking for. That's what we're asking for. We only ask that you tell people to listen to our show and preface it with, the show is insane. Right, exactly. That's all we ask for. Please. Please, just recommend it to people and say, listen, you want a show that's insane, listen to Roach Coach. They did an episode on NASCAR, crank it up, Ring. made car noises. For two hours. For two hours. <laughs> and guess what? I listened to it and I enjoyed it. Loved it. So um Ring. do you remember do you remember Matt when uh when James Hetfield went sixty nine? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a moment. Great moment. What great a great moment, moment in musical moment. history. Oh man. It's you know what? I just feel so happy for the people that were waiting for Hetfield to show up. And being like, he's a famous guy. Right. He's, he's like one of the biggest acts ever to exist. He's on another echelon. Is he going to like show up, show up today? And he fucking did. 69. 69. I feel like he bit into the microphone after he said that and ate it. And then they had to give him a new mic. That's how aggressive that 69 Give me fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me fuel. I will eat this mic. Um. So, yeah, if you want to just share the show, word of mouth, get it out there, share it on your socials, you know, obviously you've got those Roach Coach tees, keep wearing those Roach Coach tees, appreciate that, um, but yeah, just keep sharing the show, and those that will help us get more reviews on iTunes, 100%, so thank you very much. Chad Radical commented, and he said, Pancake, you broke your thumb. That is clearly a sign from the New Metal Gods high atop Mount Jinko that now is the time to review the band Thumb. 
Hashtag thumb bump. Wow, a thumb bump. <sighs> thumb bump. So tell you what, right now I I can give you a little health update. My cast is off. I'm back to a splint. I'm slowly supposed to start bending it. And then I've got another appointment to find out if I'm going to need physical therapy or not. Which I hope not. It's just a fucking thumb. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm on the mend. Um, I can tell you... Uh, that episode 300 was the most painful edit of my life because I had a cast and had to use my left hand and a trackpad to do it. You're welcome. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I uh, the thumb bump. I digress. The thumb bump. I mean, I, mean, I don't know if I want to even think about thumbs after this, but uh, I, we hear you, Chad. Thank you. David Shook writes in, hearing that cover of Fast Car felt like getting slapped in the face. No shit, man. Oh my yeah. god, that was so bad. Just no preparing for it at all. And then Lauren says, okay, but you've got to listen to the rap. <laughs> Simply unbelievable. That's how I felt. I felt assaulted. Let me tell you. It was. It's the other joy of this show, you guys, is um, is listening to an album for a week or so, and then knowing that there are certain parts that Matt has not heard yet that I get to experience with him for the first time. That is your your face, Matt. That oh. the joy slash fear slash pain. I show up for it every week with you, man, because I know like that. I'm like he's gonna go through it. I get to I get to experience it again. You always say like, oh man. Can't wait to show wait to show ET to my son. You know, I experienced that movie that I've seen a million times through his eyes. That's how I feel when you know I hear James Hetfield say the word sixty nine. I'm like, I can't wait to experience this with Matt Nas again. Ah, <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for that, David. Ben Rice said, "You guys, noom, fucking did wrong it. Congratulations. Do the creators of these records ever stop and realize? Wait, we don't have to release this, Ben." They don't have to. They want to. Oh, how could they want to? They want to. They're proud. They're like, yep, got to get that out there. Jeffrey Thomas comes in with, here's what happened. I hear the premise of the album and I think, oh, I know. I'll make a little jokey joke in the comments. I'll say, surprise, we didn't hear insert dumb rock band's version of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Yuck, yuck. Couple minutes later, I decide on saliva. Yeah, that'll fit. Got my joke ready. Sweet. Then cruel fate hits like a ton of bricks. <laughs> it's not a joke anymore. It's a sickening reality. Dear God, I'm confused and I'm hurting. Now I just sit and wish I could go back to the time when it was just a joke. I want a ticket to anywhere. <laughs> Jeffrey Thomas, your words to God's ears because holy... I've not gone back to listen to a second of that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's still with us. <laughs> it's always going to be with us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, how really, did the they original... Think, how did they think that that was the, the play? It was fast that... cars. NASCAR has fast cars. That's what, you know... It's, it, it's the hubris... Of the early 2000s. Yeah. True. But also, I mean, think about this. This is post 9 11. The country is healing. 
the country is the, I don't even know if it's healing. The country is wounded. The country is hurt. People are grabbing at anything. And that's when something like, hey, let's do a new metal version of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car is deemed not just a good idea, but an idea good enough to record and release for prosperity. Notably enough, I don't believe it's on streaming. So at some point, somebody went, nah, we're fine. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, Chris Vesconsuelos says, I had completely forgotten about this CD. Weird core memory unlocked. I was super into NASCAR middle school to the beginning of high school. What's funny is I bought the CD as I was beginning my new journey and phasing out of NASCAR. But when my stepdad found out what the bands were like outside of the CD, he broke it right in front of me. He definitely was a no screaming music in this house kind of person. So I learned to hide my disturbed and static XCDs after that. Hardcore. 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 Uh, I've definitely been told not to have certain albums when I was growing up. Did not have a break the CD in front of me moment. My dad did once rip a comic book in half in front of me. Oh, wow. That was that was not great. Not great. Not um, great. He also once, I, I he once told me to get ready for bed. I always remember this. You remember this stuff for whatever reason. And I went upstairs and I remember I got my pajamas out. But then I didn't put them on. They were just laying next to me as I read um, X-Men number eight. It's got Bishop on the cover. Look it up. Classic Jim Lee cover. My dad walked in, saw that I was not, and he took the comic and he, he didn't rip it up. He crumpled it into a ball. <laughs> think about a comic book and think about crumpling one into a ball. Your dad has amazing hand strength. Dennis Kozlowski was not fucking around, okay? <laughs> he did that shit. That guy and was then, not happy. He's not happy. And then he gave it back to me. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the copy of X-Men number eight that I have in my collection somewhere, I think in a storage unit, is um is a little wrinkled. <laughs> little wrinkled. Little wrinkled. Little wrinkled. Um, so yeah, so I, I related to that in that way, Chris. Um, but I think I think what we learn, though, this is a rare instance. Your father's intentions, I think, were wrong, but his actions ultimately were right because the album sucks. <laughs> uh, Joshua Toomey comes in with, mm. Matt almost had me convinced the meaning of stock car was different than what I had always thought. I don't believe I I, I uh, convinced anyone. Uh, Matt, I even... you had you had me and Jenny convinced. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I totally believe it. Listen, Matt, it's it's fun to find out things about your life were a lie many years after you've heard them. But it's the thing. We're also Matt. Think about your your life up to this up to the point when we recorded that episode. You were not. In the world of stock cars, no, racing. and nor so have I no... ever had a conversation since that moment about stock car racing. Absolutely, because I I don't. To your point, I don't live in that world, and I don't, you know, and I don't know anybody in that world. So to mm-hmm. have that moment where I share this one piece of knowledge that was said to me by somebody who was obviously fucking with me. Just to yeah. be and, and like, what a long play for that person. 
Like, I don't even talk to them anymore. I can barely remember who that person was. Like, it's he cashed been, out, dude. It's been over fifteen years since that original story was told to me. Amazing. At least fifteen years. And uh, yeah, that was the long con. He got me. Kobayashi was on the bottom of the mug. Like, I was... <laughs> uh, we all learned something there. So thank you, Josh, for that one. Uh, we got a message from that fucking guy over on Twitter. He messaged us and um, New Metal Agenda historian Holiday Kirk. He said, listening to this one today, does it fall into the new genre? And he posted an album cover. The band is called Cinch. S-I-N-C-H. The album is called Clearing the Channel. And this album art, Matt, we got an old tube TV. But it is wrecked. The entire back frame is ripped out. And then laying under it is blood? Blood? What happened to this TV? This TV committed murder. (laughs) (laughs) I think it did. I think this TV should be investigated because it is soaked in blood. And yeah, so I I got a million questions about that. Um, Clearing the channel. Maybe this is what they're saying. When you got to clear the channel, Matt, when you've got to clear out the airwaves of all that propaganda, all that bullshit. Get that bullshit get it out of there things might get a little bloody things might get a little hectic that's right. that's what i think this album cover is trying to say now uh have you heard this album before i haven't heard a goddamn thing off this thing well do you want to hear a goddamn been, thing off I, this thing i want i want to hear a goddamn thing <laughs> all right all right well here's the crazy part according to uh our good friends at spotify clearing the channel came out in 2005 so this would be a hardcore come down record. Okay. I am gonna go a track three. Okay. It's called Identity Theft. Yes. So yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. In that song. Now, I mean, we got a full album here of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This feels like it's in that alt transition that was happening in the 2005s. Matt, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it true from my heart. I got a lot of cheek. I was going to say there's some, some B-U-T-T happening. 
I'm just saying, I saw cheek, I saw crack. That's what I was getting with there. And I said, well, let me just see what happens when we get to this chorus. And the chorus went crack a lacking <laughs> into that full butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, yeah, this one felt kind of butt to me. Uh, like you said, Matt, though, there's a whole album. This front cover, I mean, the album cover? New AF. Definitely. But this definitely has more of a butt vibe to me. I have not seen if Holiday Kirk has weighed in on his view on it. Um, have to see that. But um, maybe we'll dig in see see what else maybe this album has and if there's something else. I mean, I'm not I'm not angling to do another butt album anytime soon on the show. But they, at much like a fart, they sometimes squeak through. So, there it is. There it is. There it is. So thank you so much, that fucking guy. Matt, it's the part of the show. You love it. I love it. It's Old Dog's New Tricks. Old Dog's New Tricks. Oh. Ooh, that was, oh, that was a good one. That, that was, was a good one. howl. I was you a had a good myself. howl. I, I like that one. I had it sustained. Uh, that's right, baby. Top 10 New Metal Underdogs. This list sent to us from Gareth Davies. We've heard a lot of great songs on this list so far. These Including bands all... Painfield's Choo Choo Train. Painfield's Choo Choo Train. I listen to it every day to get ready for work. It gets me going. gets me on the tracks to having a good day. I love it. And uh, all these bands have less than 100,000 listens on uh, Spotify. Uh, some have, I mean, in the case of Deadly Medley, they had less than 3,000 listens on uh, on Spotify, which is wild. All right, Matt, and this week we are listening to Backstreet Law with their song Seatbelt. It's from 2002, has about 10,812 listens on Spotify. Let's see if we can bump them numbers. Yeah. fucking fans in the world in the world gareth i am davy coming in in the clutch 
This is amazing. By the I'm way, just this s- album yeah. cover, because I have to imagine this is the album's name is Hockey Helmet. Okay. And it looks like one of those, it looks like the face of that domed hockey game that you used to play at like the arcade. Oh. Yes, it yes. looks like the face of one of those players. <sighs> wow, I'm I'm going Seat to send belt. I'm going to send this to Jenny with no context. I'm just going to send her this song. She hasn't heard this yet, I know, and um, yeah, and just be like, "This is the next episode." <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing. I love it. I want to know what the whole album sounds like. Do, uh, how many tracks is the whole album, Matt? Do, do I you don't have that? know yet. Let me see if I can find out. Okay. This is simply tremendous. The hot riffing combined with the way that he yells seatbelt is in a way that I never would have expected and now will never forget, which is key. The fact, once again, that this has less than 20,000 listens on spotify how how get this one going everybody let's get them backstreet law numbers up so we've got 14 songs it looks like 14 songs okay so it looks like this we might have heard a demo version because this is off backstreet laws album hollow okay so it looks like there's kind of this band definitely has history there's a lot going on here that we would have to kind of figure out because I'm seeing like a, a like an anthology from 97 to 2001. Uh, so th- it looks like they did quite a bit of stuff. Well, this is amazing. Strong start. Very excited to hear more from Backstreet Law. Um, I mean, Backstreet Law, if you're playing shows still, I'm hoping seatbelts in your repertoire still. That's that's the one where you just start playing that riff and everybody's like, anybody who's at the bar is like, get the, we got to get to the fucking pit. They're about to do seatbelt. Got to get out of here. Uh, uh, Gareth, you did it again. Thank you very much for sending us that. And we don't worry, we still got a couple left on this list, baby. Just a couple we more. A couple more. And then, and then I guess we'll have to see, and I know some people have sent us some other lists, but if you've got, here's the thing. We're now at the end of the show, <laughs> so I'll just get it all out now. If you've got lists, if you've got questions, you've got queries, you want things you want to send us, we're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send us stuff there. Add us. Send us a DM. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send us those lists. We love a list, especially if you've got a list of songs that we haven't talked about that we need to do. Let us know. We love a list. And, uh, you know, we're now rolling into... The, we're now in the 300s, Matt. It's crazy. We're getting into these 300s here. and 300. And, uh, 300. And so we're only, we're only going to... Things are only going to get more fun. That's what I can tell you. Oh. Only going to get more fun. Seatbelt! Seatbelt! Oh, I love it. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Until next time, Matt, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Jenny, Jenny thank, thank you. you. Okay. Bye bye.